0: I'm Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. Welcome to the Hope Zone, moving you from a place of hopelessness and brokenness to a place of healing and wholeness, a place where hope is alive to bring you more peace, more joy, more freedom, and more understanding of your God-given purpose. Let's enter the Hope Zone. Hi. Uh. and welcome in to another edition of the Hope Zone with me, Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. Oh, my goodness. We are at episode 25. Can you believe that? Yes. We have been rolling along here and I just thank you so much for taking the journey with me to put hope in the earth. And that's what the Hope Zone is all about, giving you hope for every situation. And the situation that we have been talking about for the past three weeks, this is week number three talking about it is the struggle to forgive the struggle to forgive. Oh my goodness. I've just been receiving amazing feedback and I'm so thankful that uh, people have been encouraged and challenged and receiving uh, the need to uh, a- extend that mercy and forgive so that they can receive freedom and healing and hope and encouragement. So I'm excited about sharing this uh, a final uh, piece today. Uh, we're going to focus today as we talk about the struggle to forgive. And that is asking you this question. Are you angry at yourself? Are you angry at yourself? I want to ask you that. I am just here to be a vessel of hope in the earth, putting on my clinical therapist hat here and Of course, I uh, teach and speak and encourage and counsel using biblical uh, precepts and and concepts and uh, just uh, incorporating the power of the word of God into uh, what God has placed me to do in the earth. And I'm grateful because you cannot leave God's word out of the equation if you want people to get free for real. And so, and I certainly want uh to be a vessel of true healing and 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 freedom, and so I am so thankful that you are participating so the question and I got some more questions to ask you, but the question is, are you angry at yourself do you Do you struggle with being able to quote forgive yourself? Let me ask you some other questions uh, Does your past haunt you? Hmm. Is there something about your past, something that you did in the past, something that you tried to bury in your past, but it haunts you? Maybe at night, you know, when you're by yourself, maybe you have recurring dreams. Maybe you, uh, you know, you see the news and it reminds you of something that you did that it still haunts you. We've been talking about forgiveness the past three weeks. We talked about forgiving other people. And then last week, we focused on being able to uh, ask the question, are you angry at God? And helping uh, those who were, were quote, angry at God, be humbled and reconcile their hearts back to God and open their hearts to realize it wasn't God that needed to be blamed. God never deserves to be blamed. But as we conclude this series today, I want to focus on you, if you have carried. Anger toward yourself. If you are carrying um, shame uh, from some things that maybe you've done, maybe some mistakes that you've made. And when you think about it, it just makes you ashamed because you know that that wasn't you and you know you knew better, but you found yourself doing things. So this is about being able to quote, forgive yourself. And you'll understand why I'm using the quotes, the quotations of forgive yourself. You have not been able to forgive yourself from some things from the past. Are you carrying a a secret? Are you carrying a secret that you've never told anybody? And again, it just, mm, it weighs on you. It haunts you. Um, It stresses you. Uh, It makes you ashamed because it's a secret let me tell you something about secrets. Secrets will keep you sick. Secrets will keep you in bondage. Secrets will keep you on lockdown for real. You're talking about being in bondage. I've been showing these um, handcuffs. I've been showing the handcuffs uh, uh, and showing how, you know, we know when you have some handcuffs on, whether you've ever had them on or not, you know, when you have handcuffs on, it's like you're you're in bondage and you're being controlled and you put the handcuffs behind you and it literally uh, constrains you and it controls you and it stifles you and it hinders you. Well, when you are walking in unforgiveness toward yourself and anger toward yourself and carrying some secret, that that's that's having on that these headcuffs. So if you're listening to me, I have headcuffs on my head. Can you picture that? I have headcuffs on my head. And it symbolizes your head, your mind being in bondage, you're in bondage to shame, being bondage to the fear of somebody finding out your secret. And and you know, you're 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 being tormented, really you're being tormented by the enemy, Satan, who loves to keep us in bondage. And so if you got some some secrets that you're holding on to, I'm telling you, um, some secrets, some some sin that you've committed, and you've just you never exposed it, you've never confessed it. It has you in bondage. It has you in bondage today? I want to help you get out of that bondage and take these ha- handcuffs off. Take these headcuffs off. Uh, take these heart cuffs off. Um, that's why the Bible says that confession is good for the soul. Confession is good for the soul. And we'll come back to that uh in a bit, but ask you this question do you do you feel like do you feel like, let me see, do, do you feel like um, you've you made too many mistakes? Do you feel like you've made a mess of mistakes? Do you feel like you have made mistakes with your children that you regret? You've made mistakes in a relationship, made mistakes in marriage, made, just made some mistakes. And, you know, it's like you're blaming yourself. Are you blaming yourself for a breakup? Are you blaming yourself for a relationship that ended? Are you carrying some anger toward yourself for something that you feel that uh, you've done? This is a big one. Do you feel like you've let God down? Do you feel like you've let God down? Last week we talked about are you angry at God? And some people, you know, have really literally been beguiled and 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 fooled to be angry at God as they, you know, feeling like they have something right. And I talked about that last week. If you missed last week's episode, you most certainly want to go back to last week, uh, episode 24 or, or episode episode 23 where this all began but if you today are struggling with feeling like you've let God down, well, I have some really good news for you today. I have some good news to free you today. Don't you want to be free? He whom the son sets free is free indeed. John eight thirty six reminds us, us of that. And I just want you to be free. You're my one. You're my one. I do this podcast for the one. I'm so grateful for the many ones that have tuned in and listened from different countries and cities and towns. And I promise God I'll do this podcast. If he's faithful to let one person listen, I'm faithful to continue the podcast. And I'm just grateful because I just want my life to count. It's like, a, it's like every single day I live to impart hope, to impart healing, to impart encouragement, to impart life, to snatch somebody out of the spirit of 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 suicide or or, or depression or anger or 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 low self-worth low self-esteem but I certainly want to snatch you out today if you're dealing with anger toward yourself and unforgiveness toward yourself I want to snatch you out of that lie and set you free and help you to be able to understand that if you don't Uh, quote, forgive yourself, which we're going to flip the script on it here in a second. But if you don't uh, make peace with the things that you've done in your life, that you may be giving the enemy the, the ability to just wrap you up in bondage. I mean, watch this. I mean, if you're if you're listening to me, I'm putting a chain all around me. It's got a chain. I love to use visuals. I'm very visual, even though this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, when I speak, uh, I always use visuals. So, just if you're listening to me, imagine right now I just got chains all wrapped around me. I got this long chain. It's all over my head. It's around my neck. And you know, uh, if you're seeing the visual because uh, you saw me on see me on YouTube, you, you, you're looking at me, right? But if you're listening, just picture those tra- chains around me. That's what happens when um, the enemy is able to convince us to have anger toward ourselves, to convince us to have shame and guilt uh, and condemnation uh, toward ourselves. A few weeks ago, I did a podcast about uh, breaking the shackles of shame. Uh, unshackling the shackles of shame and guilt and condemnation. I'm going to touch back on it, uh, you know, just a little bit in case you didn't hear that. But it's all about understanding it's God's will for us to get free, get free. Satan wants to keep us in bondage. God wants to free. He wants to free us. You know what? Satan called you by your sin, but God called you by your name. Did you just hear that? That's a word for you. I said, Satan called you by your sin. He calls you by your sin. He calls you by your sin, but God calls you by your name. Satan calls you by your your past, but God calls you by your future. You better ask Jacob. Come on now. When Jacob went, when Jacob was just a, a trickster, are you with me? God called him Abram. Abraham. He called him actually Abraham, but he was a trickster. Are, are, are you with me? And so I want you to understand that God has a call on your life. God has a call on your life. Jacob was called Israel. I want you to understand you have a grace in this earth, an anointing in this earth, a place in this earth you are needed in this earth and no matter what you have done, no matter what has hunted you, no matter what sin you've committed, no matter what hurt you've caused, no matter what damage you have done to others, no matter how you may have made some mistakes in some relationships that you have that may now be fragmented, I'm here to tell you, you can receive forgiveness. There is there is enough grace for you to receive healing. There is enough grace for you to receive deliverance. There's enough grace for you. That's the good news today. Oh my God, I have good news to share with you today. The struggle to forgive, come on. Um, The enemy would have us to struggle all of our lives with things that we have done uh, that have, we've fallen short, we've messed up. But the Bible says in Proverbs, a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Come on. Do you have a get back up in you? Do you ever get back up? I'm telling you, you have a get back up in you. I want you to get back up and get ready to shake off the shame and shake off the condemnation and shake off the guilt. Come on, shake off the mistakes and understand that God still loves you. He's the only one that knows everything about us and still loves us the same he says i know you i knew you even before i put you in your mother's room before you were in your mother's room he says i knew you i sanctified you i set you apart i knew you jeremiah come on god knows us He knew David, come on, before David had Bathsheba's husband killed and put him on the front line so he can get killed and, and, and get rid of the mess that he had caused by getting Bathsheba pregnant. Listen, God said, David, I knew you. I know about your mess. I know what you've done, but guess what, David? I still will choose you to be the king. Oh my God. God does not treat us like humans. People You mess up in this world, people will literally turn their back on you in a heartbeat. People will cancel you in a heartbeat. (laughs) People will decide they don't want to hear from you. They don't want a relationship with you. You can make one mistake. You can, I mean, anything can happen. You can do something and, and the world will throw you away. That's why we got to take it all with grace. When people edify you and Jesus, like Jesus said, that the same ones that called them Hosanna, Hosanna, he already knew they would, they, they would turn on them. Are you with me? And so when you fall short and you have fallen short and you've messed up, and I have too, we have all fallen short. But let's talk about. I want you to understand. I want you to understand what first 1 John 1:9 1, says to us. I'm going to ask you this question, though. Seriously, are you struggling to forgive yourself? Are you really struggling? If that's you, just say me. Say it's me. Say I am. That's good. Confession is so good. I believe you said it. I believe you said it, okay? I know somebody said it, and I do do this for the one. And so I am grateful that you are being honest because confession is good for the soul. So let me free you today. Let me free you today. If you have before I get to first John, let me recap shame. If you're dealing with shame, shame is taking on the feelings of being a bad person for something that you've either done or maybe something that was done for, to you. In this case, we're going to talk about some talk about it from the standpoint of things that you've done, sins that you've done, an abortion that you've committed had or you know, was a part of or, you know, paid for or, you know, something that, you know, had to do with uh, you know, you back in college, you did some stuff that y- you you just wish you could take an eraser and just erase. You just feel so guilty about it, and you feel ashamed because you knew that that wasn't you. What 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 about things that you've done, you know, in in you know in in your family that behind closed doors you just wish to God you had not done that. Maybe you were in you know uh, a, a, a relationship that was you know uh with a, with a married person or something you know maybe you have you know fornicated you've had you know sexual relationships with different people and they weren't your they want, you know they weren't your spouse and you just gave yourself away or you've played women and you've used women you know if you're a man or something or if you you know it's just it's so many ways in which we could be carrying shame Uh, From things that we've done, that we, you know, you, you, you've maybe you have a better relationship with God now. But when you think about the past and you think about things you've done, it just makes you feel bad, right? Maybe you've just made some some poor choices in your life and. You know, and you've gotten yourself caught up in some legal trouble or something. It, I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, it, you know, I could be here all day and all night uh, trying to come up with a list. I just open my mouth and allow the Holy Spirit. Come on, He knows who's listening. He knows who's listening, and so it doesn't even matter what what may what may have you in shame. I just want you to know the good news. I always like to say about shame. Isaiah sixty one seven says, "For your shame," He says, "I'll give you double." Oh my God, that's such good news. Woo, come on somebody. He says, for your shame, I'll give you double. So if you will give me, let's do an exchange. The father says, let's do an exchange. If you'll give me the shame, if you'll exchange the shame, come on, give that to me. I'll give you a double. I'll give you a double grace, double mercy, double forgiveness. Come on, somebody, double favor. Ha! Ah, come on. I will give you double for the shame that you have experienced in your life. Isn't that good news? I'll give you a double redemption. Mm, come on. I'll raise you up and make you such a testimony. I will make you a trophy of my grace. Woo! Come on now. Ah, I hear the I hear you, Lord. I know that's for somebody and I know it's for you. Come on. He says, "I'll make you a trophy." of my grace. What's a trophy? You know, a trophy is something that represents victoriously uh, the victory. Uh, we, we raise up a trophy. Come on. We put that trophy up. We put the trophy up on the shelf. We, we hold the trophy up to say, I won. Come on. God says, I'll make you a trophy of my grace. If you will give me the shame, if you'll exchange the shame, if you'll give me the guilt, come on. If you will give me the guilt that you've been carrying, God says, I will give you double. I will make you victorious. I love the word of God. He says in 1 first, uh, uh, first Corinthians 15, 57, he says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Woo! Come on, somebody. You can go through your life representing God as a trophy. Everywhere you go, you look like a victorious overcomer. Come on in that good news today. That's what can happen for you. So if you're struggling to forgive yourself, I'm going to help free you. Oh my God, free you in a way that you will never look at that statement the same. Are you with me? I need for you to understand. I I, I love to give the word. And so in Psalm 32, one, it says, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered, whose sins are covered. And then Psalm 65, three says, though we are overwhelmed by our sins, you forgive them all. Did you hear that? God's word says in Psalm 65, uh, three says this. It says, though we are overwhelmed with our sins, you forgive them all. It's like saying, God, even though I may be overwhelmed, oh my God, I'm just overwhelmed with the things that I've done. I'm so overwhelmed, God, with guilt and with shame, with condemnation and beating myself up, God. I feel so bad for the things that I've done in my past. Though I am overwhelmed, Let me pause and remember, but you forgive me of it all. Who else? Who else can forgive and extend that mercy to us? I want you to understand. Oh my God, this is just so good. It's so good for you to hear. It's so good for me to hear because I know that I used to struggle. I'm talking about I had a major stronghold in my own life struggling with the the, the 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 spirit of condemnation condemnation romans eight one says Now there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you are a believer, if you've accepted Jesus into your heart at any point in your life and you've made him Lord of your life and given him control over your life, he says there's nothing for you to feel condemned about. (laughs) There's nothing for you to ever weigh your head down, lay your head down and feel condemned and feel unworthy and feel so super bad like you're the worst person on the planet and undeserving of forgiveness. None of us are are truthfully deserving, come on, outside of grace, outside of what Christ did on the cross. None of us are truthfully deserving of forgiveness, but thank God for the cross Thank God that Jesus loved us enough to get up on the cross and allow his blood to be shed because in his blood there, oh my God, I feel the anointing. I feel the spirit. In his blood, there is redemption. Come on, being bought back from the hand of the enemy, being bought back from the from the uh, the uh, a ticket to hell. Come on, if we broke it down, being bought back, being able to be forgiven in the blood is is. Clean. Cleansing in the blood is forgiveness and the blood is deliverance. Oh my goodness. In the blood. Are you with me? In the blood is purity so that when God sees us, he sees us through his blood. Are you with me? He's like, I have this red shirt on. Are you with me? So when we have been able to receive, are you with me? His forgiveness. Come on. Are you with me? We're able to understand that we can hold our head up and know that because of what he did, not what we did, we can partake of his mercy, partake of his grace. That's some good news. So I want you to understand condemnation. I shared that a few weeks ago is the perversion. Even though condemnation says, Condemnation says, I am guilty. I feel so bad about being guilty that I don't feel that I deserve to be forgiven. I, I'm just gonna withhold the ability to be forgiven. I, I, I'm just gonna beat myself up. So really condemnation, as I shared a few weeks ago, it's the it's the perversion of a pure heart because what you're really saying is, God, I, I, I'm so sorry and I feel so bad, God. That I just, I want you to punish me and don't forgive me and and don't give me mercy and grace because I'm so sorry for missing the mark. I'm so sorry for messing up. I'm so sorry for for what I've done and the sins I've done and 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 the mistakes I've made. I'm so sorry and I feel so bad about it, God. That is perverting a pure heart because it's really a person who whose heart is so sincere and so genuine. But what the enemy is doing is trying to pervert it and keep you from being able to just receive, confess what you've done and receive the forgiveness. So let's break it down. I just... Oh my goodness. I just love this part. I just love it. Let's, 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 let's let you get out of prison. I'm here to give you a get out of prison card today. Are you with me to free you uh, from prison because it is not God's will. It is never his will for us to struggle with being angry at ourselves and struggle with feeling guilty and bad and ashamed. It, it, it's never God's will. It's his will for us to be convicted. That's what the Holy spirit does. So you know, when you feel convicted, that means that you repent for what you've done and you turn away from that action. You turn away from that sinful behavior. You turn away from that wrongdoing that you've been been participating in because you've gotten convicted. That's not condemnation. That's conviction. That's a beautiful thing. That's what Holy Spirit is here to do uh, for us. So, but I want to uh, break down for you something. If you've been struggling with this, lie. Because it's truthfully a lie. This whole thing about it's it's a part truth. So I'm going to break it down. It's really a part truth. It's just like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Well, the A part of that is true. Sticks and stones can break your bones. But the B part is a lie that words will never hurt. Words will break your spirit is what words will, will do. Are you with me? So let's listen to this. Thousands and thousands and millions of people around the world. Somebody every single day is making this statement I just can't forgive myself. I can't forgive myself. I can't forgive myself. I just can't forgive myself. Is that you? Have you said that I just can't forgive myself? It's just, I just can't. I don't even know how to forgive myself. I can't forgive, I'll never forgive myself for what I did. I can't forgive myself. Have you ever said that? Have you ever struggled with forgiving yourself? Now let Dr. B help you in a tremendous way today. Let's flip the script. Let me tell you, the the, A part of what that statement is, is actually true. I can't forgive myself. It's true. You can't forgive yourself. You can't forgive yourself. The whole statement actually is true. You can't forgive yourself. I can't forgive myself. No, we can't forgive ourselves. But the the, the context in which it's stated is all wrong. So it's important to understand that's a misnomer. It's wrong teaching. It is, it is absolutely wrong. Uh, an erroneous teaching to make people believe somehow that we have some power to forgive ourselves. You can't forgive yourself because you can't forgive yourself (laughs) because it's actually impossible. Because if you could forgive yourself, there was no need for Jesus to ever get up on a cross. I want you to get that. If you could forgive yourself he did not have to come into the flesh god turning himself into a man getting on the cross shedding his blood placing in his blood what only he could do which was purification and cleansing and redemption come on are you with me and 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 healing and reconciling us back to him the blood jesus had to come shed his blood so that in his blood God could look at us. God is a holy God. God said the only way that I'm going to forgive anybody, I have I have to see blood and so in the old testament it got to the point where too many animal sacrifices were having to get uh, made and so he said i tell you what he knew it was going to happen anyway he said it's my time come on i'm gonna wrap myself up in flesh i'm gonna come into the earth i will become a man are you with me i will walk the earth for 33 and a half years and then when it's my appointed time i will shed my blood once and for all, so that in my blood, there is healing and forgiveness and redemption and cleansing and deliverance. In my blood, there is restoration and renewal so that once my blood is shed, the only thing that my children will need to do is confess their sins. And if they would confess their sins, Oh my God. First John 1 9. Let me help you. I'm getting excited. I I, I, I get excited. It's the passion. It's the passion. I appreciate my passion. You know why? Because for years, I, I would criticize myself when I look back at a tape and, 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 and oh, my God, you're screaming and you're, and you're hollering. Why are you screaming? Well, the devil had me in bondage. But today, come on, if you hear me scream, I'm screaming. Come on, to save somebody who is in bondage, to snatch somebody who may have been in bondage. People kill themselves because they can't forgive themselves. And so I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to you as my one. So get this clear. I don't care what you've ever been told, how you've ever been taught about forgiveness when it comes to yourself, we have no power to forgive ourselves. What Jesus, what God said in 1 John 1, nine is that if you will help me, Holy Spirit, if you will confess your sin, it says, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's all you have to do is confess. That's why confession is good for the soul. It just relieves the guilt. It relieves the shame. It relieves the condemnation. It releases the bondage. Oh my God, it's like getting a weight. Listen to me, it's like getting a weight off of you. It's like literally getting a weight off of your soul, a weight off of your shoulder. All he wants us to do is to confess his job is to forgive. So get this understood. Never again say, I can't forgive myself. That's the wrong way to state that. I've written a book called Surgery for the Soul. I've been talking about it for the last two weeks. Surgery for the Soul. And this book goes through the whole teaching and it breaks it down. I'm just giving nuggets and snippets of it, but I want you to understand. In Surgery for the Soul, Healing for the Hurting Heart, this book breaks it down to help you understand that there is no such thing as forgiving yourself. You have no power to forgive yourself. The scripture says, if you will confess your sin, 1 John 1, 9, he will forgive you of your sin. All you have to do is confess it. He forgives. And then what's your job? It's to receive. And so the gift was already given on the cross, my God. That's why Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He has given the gift. God left us with the gift of mercy. What Jesus did on the cross demonstrated mercy at its best. Who do you know? Who do you have in your life that would take an all-night beating to the point of death for you, that would shed his blood and be crucified with 39 stripes, come on, with nails, come on, in his hands? Who do you know? Who loves you that much that would let nails be placed in their hands and a thorn on their head for you? Who do you have in your life? I don't have anybody. I have some people that I love and I know they love me, but nobody loves us. And we wouldn't even want somebody that loves us to do that or or we love to do that. Nobody else on this planet has ever been equipped to take that type of crucif- crucify, uh, but but Jesus himself. And he did it for love. And he did it for us to be forgiven. So here's the thing. It's not about you forgiving yourself. Stop saying that. Stop saying from this day forth that I can't forgive myself. Say this. I need to receive forgiveness. I need to confess my sin, confess my wrongdoing, confess my mistakes. I need to come clean with God. And then simply receive it's time for me to receive forgiveness it's time for me to receive forgiveness i need to receive forgiveness not i can't forgive myself you have no power to forgive yourself that's why god wants us to understand when it comes to us we receive forgiveness the commandment is for us to give to other people, to extend to other people the same gift that God has already given to us. Oh my God. The Bible says that he is in Psalm 86, five, that the Lord is plenteous in mercy. He's ready to forgive. He is generous. Are you with me to forgive anyone for anything? Oh my God. That brings me to a heart and that heart, It's called the magnanimous heart. My, 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 my. The magnanimous heart. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. My goodness. That word magnanimous. If you go look it up, the word magnanimous simply means generous to forgive. (laughs) Oh, my God. Generous to forgive anyone for anything, no matter what. God has a magnanimous heart. God has a good heart. He's a good, good father. God is so loving. Are you with me? He's so loving. He is willing to forgive all of us. He's willing to forgive anyone for anything, no matter what. All we have to do is confess it. His commandment, however, is that we would then turn around and rece- pay it forward are you with me because he's given us a gift and so he says i want you to pay it forward when somebody hurts you when somebody wounds you when somebody does something that has has wounded your heart and hurt your heart he says i want you to extend.' i'm not negotiating this with you i'm not asking you to do this i am commanding you It is a command to forgive. It is one of the five forces that God placed in the earth. And I talk about that uh, a few episodes back about the five forces. I want you to understand God commands that we forgive. What he's saying is I command you to extend the same mercy to others and to give the same gift of forgiveness to others as I have freely given to you. Isn't that good news today? So I, 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 you have to be humble. I, I'm just going to be honest. You have to be teachable. You have to be ready to want to heal for real. You, 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 have to be really ready to want to come out of the bondage of of guilt and condemnation and shame and and and, and beating yourself up. You, you have to really want to be free to just say, "Wow, all this, all this time, I thought." I had some kind of power to forgive myself and I hadn't been ready to forgive myself. Oh my God, I had it wrong. Because what else do you need Jesus to do to not be able to receive forgiveness is saying, well, God, I know you, uh, you know, sent Jesus and he died on the cross and, you know, he was crucified and shed his blood. And uh, I know he was, you know, uh, beaten and, uh, you know, had nails in his hands and had 39 lashes, but, uh, Got anything else you can do? Uh, Because, you know, really, I'm going to need you to do something else for me. Okay? Need you to do something else. Come on. Come on. You, you don't mean that. Don't let the devil trick you another day. Receive that mercy. I don't care what you've done. Just receive it. I don't care what mistake you've made. I don't care how you messed up in a relationship. I don't care how you may have falling short i don't care what this scenario is and neither does your father if it has you being hunted by your past if it has you being angry at yourself if it has you carrying some secret if it has you in bondage if it has you mad at yourself and turning on yourself the only one that's getting the glory is the devil now i know you don't want him to get another day of glory do you It's time to receive the gift that Jesus died on that cross for you to have. And that's the gift of forgiveness. It's good news today. It's such good news. It's such good news today. I love it. He says in Psalm 103, verse 11, 12, he says, for his unfailing love toward us, Mm, my goodness, that his love for us uh, is so great. says. He has removed our sins as far as the East is from the West. Oh my God. Did you hear that? As far as the East is from the West, God says he has removed our sins. All we have to do is confess it. He doesn't store it. He doesn't bring it up. He doesn't, he's not keeping some record of it. Isn't that good news? People will keep records of what you did to them. People are quick to remind you of what you did. Oh, I remember when you did something. So. Oh, I remember. Oh, I mm, mm, see, I know you're doing good now, but see, I, I know the real you. I know the old you. No, the old man has passed away. All things have become new. I'm brand new. Come on. I'm forgiven. Come on now. I am forgiven. God wants you to confess your sin, confess your, long, your faults, confess your shame, confess that guilt, confess those mistakes you've made, confess that burden, confess whatever it may be. That's had you burdened down. He wants you to receive the forgiveness. And all he asks you to do, no, I'm sorry, let me, oh, excuse me, not ask, requires and commands you to do is extend that gift to somebody else. That's why he wants us to really know what love is. And that's what it is it's about loving people enough to give them the same gift. I want to close this out as I prepare. Yeah, I've loved doing this series on forgiveness. I I I I never know who I'm talking to and what the pain is and what the the situation or the scenario is. But I am I am dedicated to the work of teaching on forgiveness and counseling. I'm I I specialize in forgiveness therapy and. I've you know, written a few books on it, and I've just been so privileged to go so many parts of the world, and from 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 prison inmates to uh, school teachers to uh, children in schools to uh, members of churches to just from the secular arena, the corporate arena, actually to the uh, the faith arena. God's given me a grace to teach the principle uh, of forgiveness, and I, I'm just so grateful because. I know that these seven letters can set you free. These seven letters have the power to set you free. Can you see it? I'm trying to trying to put it right. <laughs> you know, uh, if you're listening to me, I'm holding this placard that says F-O-R-G-I-V-E. If you're listening to me, I, I have this placard in my hand and it has these words, F-O-R-G-I-V-E. When you choose to forgive, you choose to be free. F O R G-I-V-E, when you choose to receive forgiveness, come on somebody, you choose to be free. F-O-R-G-I-V-E, when you choose to accept God's love and mercy and grace enough to extend this gift to others, you are choosing to be free. Let me say a word about what people say. I hear this often. You know, forgiveness is not about the other person. It's not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. I beg to differ. That is not biblical. That is selfish is what that is. You know why? Because God's word talks about love. And God loves us so much that he modeled for us the grace of giving us a gift that is intended to be given away. For give, if you break down the word for give, it means for giving something to somebody else. So many people are generous to give, but they're too stingy to forgive. And so don't, don't buy that lie that forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with that other person. No, true forgiveness is wanting the best for the person who actually wounded you. When you have it in your heart that even a person who molested you, raped you, aborted you, uh, not aborted you, but uh, divorced you or uh, maybe tried to abort you or uh, walked out of your life or lied on you, betrayed you, wounded you, fired you, wronged you, did you dirty, whatever, abused you in some way, when you can humble yourself, this is you. I have my hand, if you're listening to me, and I have one hand, uh, you know, like, like low. And then I will have one hand like in the air and I'm bringing that hand down and I'm causing my hands, my, my hands to meet. So my hands, if you're listening, I'm just demonstrating literally That when we exalt ourselves above another person, that's what makes it a struggle to forgive somebody. But humility says, let me bring my own self down and realize God has forgiven me. God has given me mercy. God has extended so much mercy to me. Raise your hand if you've ever needed to be forgiven. Come on now, raise your hand right now, wherever you are, that's right. I want you to understand the struggle to forgive is because of pride and it's because of ignorance. It's being ignorant of the knowledge of the beauty of forgiveness and the blessing that is in forgiveness. Forgiveness literally opens up the heavens in your life. Forgiveness gives God's brings God's favor into your life. Forgiveness can heal your body. Forgiveness can fill up your bank account. Forgiveness, understand, can open up miracles in your life. That's what the enemy does not want you to know and understand. He doesn't want you to understand that there are benefits when you choose to obey this powerful command, when you choose to humble yourself and say, I'm going to put myself on the same level. I know what that's like having to forgive someone who murdered a precious beloved family member of mine, I had to humble myself down and realize that just as Jesus died for my loved one, he died for the person who murdered him. Do you understand? Jesus didn't die die on the cross for people who just do good and and, and never murder somebody. No, he died. He was placed between, between two thieves on a cross to send a message to us. He died for the murderer. He died for the rapist. He died for the thief. He died for the liar. He died. Come on, somebody. He died for the con artist. He died for the gossiper. He died for every last one of us. And so he says, sin is sin is sin. So it takes humility to humble yourself and and, and died to the need for somebody to get re, to get revenge on somebody to die to that because what if God come on got revenge on you for everything that you did aren't you grateful for his mercy so as I close out this series just understand the humility about forgiveness is this is understanding that we are all sinners who have fallen short we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god we all have and the father knows what was done to you and all he wants you to do is choose to obey and choose to forgive if you do your part to choose to forgive then the father would do his part and that is to bring the healing when you choose to forgive you choose to heal when you choose to forgive, you choose to be set free. When you choose, come on somebody, to give the same mercy to someone else that God has given to you, you are showing and demonstrating the love of God. So don't buy the lie that it's just about you. It's about that person too, because God wants them to be free. He wants their heart to heal and he will deal with what they did. He is the one who can convict. He is the one who can change the heart of man, not you and not me, but but we are required to do our part and it's no longer God's will for you to walk in the lie that you can forgive yourself. No, it's his truth that if you will confess your sin, he is faithful. He's just, he will forgive you and he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Isn't that good news today? Come on. Has that not shifted your mind? Has that not opened up your eyes? Has that not been revelation for you. I know that this is a blessing to you because you are hearing it in a fresh way. So the struggle to forgive does not have to be a struggle at all. It is a choice. It's not about feeling like when you have a surgery, you don't have a surgery because you feel like it. You have a surgery because it's necessary and it takes time for the body to still heal. But you go and you have that heart surgery. You go and you have that cancer taken out. You go and you have Come on, somebody. Whatever that surgery is to bring correction, it doesn't mean that you're going to absolutely heal overnight. You, It takes time for the heart to heal after you choose to forgive. But I want you to know that you will never get there if you don't make that decision. Everything starts with a decision. Everything starts with a decision. Well, I am wrapping this series up. I'm telling you, I just want you to know I never got to my piggy bank. Oh my God, I always talk about the piggy bank, which is uh, you need some money and you need $200. A person only has $2 and you're mad at them and angry at them. But do you really have a right to be angry at somebody who can't give you what they don't have? No, no. Too many of us are angry at somebody trying to get something from somebody who can't give it to us. They can't give you, I'm, I'm sorry. They can't give you a, a true repentant heart. Why? Because they their hearts never change. And that's why God says, you don't wait for them, them to change. You just choose to forgive them. And I will Fill up your piggy bank. I will give you everything. So out of your heart, come on, your bank account, if you will forgive them out of your bank account, if you'll give, have enough love and enough mercy out of your bank account, I will fill up and give you everything that you need. Are you with me? And so as I close out, I pray that you have heard something that has inspired you and encouraged you and also moved you to want to share this episode series with somebody else. And as I close out, once again, I want to show you the book. I do specialize in the how-to steps. People tell you to forgive, but they don't tell you how. This book, Surgery for the Soul, Healing for the Hurting Heart, you can go on my website, drbempowers.com, drbempowers.com, and you can get this book. You can order this book, uh, and it literally walks you through the whole how-to steps. One by one, it walks you through the steps. Of forgiveness and it teaches you literally so much more than I've been able to cover in these three six, three weeks. But it walks you through the whole how to surgery where you literally with within yourself in the confines of your home can experience a ther- therapeutic surgery to get rid of all the hurt and the anger and the pain that you've been carrying toward people or toward yourself. It is in this book. I would love for you to get it. Not so much because I need to sell a book. God's been so faithful to me. No. I did it, I'm saying it because you need it. Come on, you need to uh, uh, invest in yourself or in somebody else. If it's somebody else that you know is struggling with forgiveness issues or uh, unforgiveness issues or or anger issues toward themselves, why don't you be a blessing to somebody? Why don't you sow into somebody else's life? You can sow into somebody else's life simply by sharing this podcast. I wanna remind you, if you've been watching this series, this coming October the 7th, October the 7th, just a couple of weeks away, October the 7th, 2023, we are presenting the Surgery for the Soul experience at Brown Baptist Church right here in Memphis, Tennessee, in the Memphis, uh, Tennessee area, metro area, because Brown is actually located uh, in South Haven, Mississippi, which is about 15 minutes outside of Memphis. So it's really our greater metro area, wonderful church, They've partnered with Dr. B Empowerment Services to make this event possible and to make it free. We have people literally coming from around the country to participate in the one-day surgery. It is going to be a one-day therapeutic surgery. It's like coming to Mercy Hospital. It's a very powerful, very unique experience. So if you want to learn how to forgive, if you want to actually go through the steps of forgiveness and you want to be taught uh, the proper way and you literally want to a- a- a leave with having had the-, the the surgical experience and drop all those weights, guess what? God's made it possible. We're actually going to provide uh, a-, a continental breakfast. We're going to provide uh, lunch. It's being uh, p- uh, paid for. Everything's been laid out. It's an actual gift. It's part of my giving back to the community. My team is ready to have an outstanding, amazing team. Uh, like I said, in Brown Baptist, you, you can go to brownbaptist.org to register, brownbaptist.org to register. You can also find more information on my website, Dr. B Empowers. I'm going to be there signing the book uh, Surgery for the Soul. So you can get the book, Surgery for the Soul. I will give you a wonderful, uh, thoughtful message. I always do that uh, and give a, a special word. But it's just, I just want people to be free. And I would love to see you there. We're going to have an amazing day. It was, it's all you got to do if you want to, if you're coming from out of town, you can get a hotel uh, in the Memphis metro area and plan for it. Invest in yourself, right? Literally invest in yourself. Bring a friend with you. It's a powerful full day on Saturday, October the 7th, uh, 2023. And we're going to end with an amazing jam session. And that jam session is... F-O-R-G-I-V-E, when you choose to forgive, you choose to be free, get wiggy with, with it. Uh, we're, we're not letting people videotape it and all of that. It's going to be a safe place and a private, amazing opportunity uh, for you to be real, to be healed, and and experience the healing that God has ordained for you. So I'm excited about it. I'm grateful to God to have this opportunity uh, to be able to make a difference in um, the lives of others who to God truly be the glory. So uh, with all of that being said, I have enjoyed this series, The Struggle to Forgive, and what we realize now is not a struggle at all. It's a choice. When you choose to forgive, you choose to be free. Well, as I always say, there's always, I don't care what, from your worst day to your best day, there's always a reason to have Hope. And so, with that said, just like a piece of rope, do this always hold on to hope. Really, just like it's a piece of rope. (laughs) Until next time, see you then. I'm so glad you made it to the end of the podcast. If the Hope Zone is making a positive difference in your life, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. Leave a review and most of all, share it with your friends. And remember, from your worst day to your best day, there's hope in every situation.